Free Spirit Academy is about the freedom to be fully yourself beyond any trauma that may have been accumulated through our families, religions, education systems, cultural conditioning, and beyond. Our bodies hold our trauma, but they also hold our truth. My name is Randy Moss. I practice eating psychology coaching and somatic experiencing, and I'm grateful that you're here for these talks and conversations. obsessed with learning how to feel after having spent a fairly traumatized childhood, dissociated, floaty, disconnected from my body, living in fantasy and daydream, and the world around me barely feeling real. I wanted to learn to feel, I wanted to feel alive, but what I didn't understand was that my aliveness, this thing that I wanted, was holding years of sadness anger, anxiety, incomplete protective responses, survival energy, repressed desire, parts of me I'd learned to disown. Aliveness wasn't right away at least going to be the sparkly and magical state that I dreamed about. When I left the conservative, and some would certainly say culty, church that I grew up in, I began my own process of healing, and in that I learned about embodiment, and I got into yoga and breathwork and perfecting my health, and I started noticing things like, oh, this this food makes me feel bloated, or that one makes me feel like I can't stop eating, or this way of eating seems to increase my joint pain and muscle pain. And as I refined my diet, I would wake up in the morning analyzing how I felt. Was it working yet? Was my stomach flat? Did I feel heavy? Were my 20-something joints that hurt way too soon still hurting the same amount as yesterday? Was my food digesting too slowly? How were my bowel movements? Did that supplement make my brain turn on or did I just imagine that and had I eaten too much and was I a glowing picture of health yet? And I was like, look, I'm embodied and I'm doing it and... Well, there is, well, there's certainly a place for noticing how food makes you feel and taking care of your health. And absolutely, how we eat and take care of ourselves has a massive impact on our well-being or lack thereof. I, I don't want to discount its importance. But what this was for me was very largely another way of dissociating. So rather than being floaty and out there and daydreamy, I was noticing my symptoms and trying to figure out what to do about them at the expense of allowing any kind of emotion or noticing the world around me. I was hyper-focusing on just the right wellness plan rather than allowing for emotion or noticing the world around me. I would be shaming myself for still being achy and sore because I figured I must have done something wrong instead of allowing for any kind of emotional awareness or noticing the world around me. Obsessing over what I would have said was feeling fat or feeling thin rather than feeling the part of me that feared rejection or abandonment. I would do 
breath work to feel all high and buzzy and transcendent rather than using it as a container to be with what was painful. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be in a place of full feeling and full awareness at all times. Absolutely not. Of course not. And there are times for every state, including dissociation, whether it's conscious or unconscious. As in, I might choose to check out for a while watching a show or on my phone, knowing that that's the best kind of break for my whole system at that time. Or I might find that I'm able to observe a dissociation happening, connected with something that's too big or overwhelming or I'm not ready to feel yet. It is protective, as it certainly was for me in my growing up years. What we want is to be able to feel and acknowledge the messengers that are our emotions. And we want to be able to be present and aware of the world around us. And often gaining that ability means facing all of the sticky stuff our systems helped us disconnect from in the first place. One of the first things I do with many clients is just to become aware of the surface of things. For example, right now, and I'm going to start talking to you, can you feel the ground underneath your body? And can you feel any other surfaces that your body might be touching? And as you're feeling that, can you start to let your head and your neck and your eyes move around a little bit and wander around the room and name what you see out loud. And I'll give you an example first, as well as the color of that thing. So if I were to do this, I would say tan curtains and orange couch and gold lamp. Give you a moment for that. And can you continue to do this a little longer while still feeling your body against the floor underneath you. So letting yourself see, hear the sound of your own voice, and physically feel. And this is obviously just a few moments of something. And for a lot of folks who maybe have done a lot of work already, this might seem too simple of a practice. But if the work that we're doing isn't also getting us closer to being able to be present for what's hurting and present in the world around us, it just might need some more layers. this episode. For more updates on courses, classes, one-on-one mentorships, and more, go to randymoss.com, R-A-N-D-E-M-O-S-S.com. And thank you so much for listening.